This is the Property Solopreneur Podcast, and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode. And it's all about being strategic this week. It's a very overused phrase, but I think it's absolutely vital for success in business. So we've got to use it because I think that having a strategy is what sets the really successful property peeps aside from the bulk of the investors who just do property. Because in a nutshell, strategy is the difference between success as in getting where you want to be in so many years' time, you know, the heck, the plan that you've got in your head right now, and doing property, often very profitably and enjoyably, but in 15 or 20 years' time, you're probably not where you actually want to be. This means that you could have achieved far less than you could, or you might have created a monster. You know, that's going to mean stress or strain to you when you want to leave property, either through death, selling your properties, or handing them on to the next generation. Now, strategy is not a dirty word or a concept that will tie you up in knots. It neither will it constrain your creative abilities if you're someone who is creative and feels that you need to be spontaneous. I believe strategy is completely the opposite. It frees you from long-term worry because you know where you're going. And then all you've got to do on a yearly basis is write the plan and action it. Simples. But actually, no, not if you've not done this before or you find the concept of doing a huge brain dump and facing up to the truth about your future daunting. It isn't simples. But the reason I think this is so important in our lives for most of us is that we've all got so much going on other than property on a day-to-day basis, haven't we? We've got lives, families, pets, friends, and only 24 hours in a day. We need to be able to allocate time and effort to property. And we can't do that unless we know what we actually want to do and then what we need to do and when we need to do it. Now, if you've come into property or you know, having run your own business or you've been a director for somebody else's business, I think you've got an advantage because you already understand what strategy is, why it's important, and you've probably mapped out one way you're going in your head, if not on paper already. But if, however, you're like the majority of people, you've come into property having been an employee or from a pace of pain and wanting to build the answer to all your problems via property, then strategy, no, is probably not on your horizon. You may think it's an irrelevance, just a tiny bit poncy, if you'll forgive the phrase, or just another procrastination and something to waste time or money on. You think a plan, a plan will do just as well. Well, sadly, for most property peeps, a yearly plan is not even something on the horizon either, because again, it's not really a natural thing to do. And probably you think that, It's not really something to do with a property project. You know, it's not a doing thing, is it? How does it work? Why should you have to have one? Now, I remember at college being tasked to write my very first business plan. 
And I tied myself completely up in knots. So I so understand why people, you know, try not to go this way. I thought, well, what is the point in creating a blueprint, you know, that's got to be delivered when I don't know what the outcome is and it might be wrong? Because I was still in that schoolgirl mindset, you know, that everything I did had to be 100% right. And I, I'm very competitive. And if, if I wasn't in the top 90%, I was, and I'm badly dyslexic, but even so, that drove me on. I was failing. But, you know, once I did that, you know, ditched that concept, did the old 80, 20%, gosh, life got better. You know, try, fail, try, fail, try and succeed. Much more fun. You know, once I'd realised that the first business plan you write will be a work of hope and fiction, then it really is an awful lot easier to write. Now, I say hope and fiction because if this is a new venture, then you've got no idea of your capacity for work or what you're really doing. And so it will go one of two ways, won't it? You'll smash the plan and over-deliver, yippee, or you'll crash and burn and not do what you'd hope to for so many reasons. Fiction, because... In so many cases, there's no strategy to write the plan from. So it's just guesswork. Uh, that's not a good place to base your work, time and money expenditure from, is it? Doesn't matter. Either way, actually, if you're doing the reviews and the amendments, you're going to be able to pick up on your success level after 12 weeks. And then you could tweak and get yourself back on track, getting back onto where you strategically want to be. So get something down on paper and stop worrying. Strategy is where your whole dream is crystallised. It's the line in the sand, I'm going to do this and end there in this time frame. You know, strategy is the overarching umbrella plan. That's the easiest way of thinking about it. It's the blueprint, the layout. It's the idea that you need to be able to get to a specific goal. And yes, you will have to adapt and change occasionally, but it's not the nitty gritty deliverable day by day action plan to do list. Okay, it's the big umbrella. The strategic plan focuses on how you will achieve this specific initiative to develop your business. Every single bit of your business will be in that plan. And it's the act of making integrated sets of choices which will put your company into the zone to succeed. It's very exciting, isn't it? But integrated set of choices, whoa, that's gobbledy-speak, isn't it? Well, no, actually, it's a shorthand way of saying that we're all different. We all want our businesses to work and prosper and that we can't just take somebody else's idea and their systems and expect them to work for us. That just will not happen because we've all got our own strengths and weaknesses and different size egos. Some of us are introverts. Whoa, social media or standing on stage, I'd rather stick pins in my eyes. Yet to an extrovert, they're going to say, just show me the way to speak to thousands and I'll be really happy. We're all different. Whatever our skills, we need to work to our abilities and therefore every single pillar of business will have a set of choices as to which way we want to do it for us, to work for us. For that reason alone, if two people have the same end goal of property, their strategy is going to be different. It really will be because the business plan they write each year will be different, even if it's taking them towards the same end goal. Most people vaguely are in the same ballpark but unless you want to rule the world. But how you get there is going to be very different for every single person. And so strategy is so much more than what you'll do or where you're going because property is a business uh, and there are rules as to how businesses work. And now I'm not talking about the legal and tax framework. That's for another day. 
I'm talking about you and what your business is and how it interacts with everybody else because no man is an island. And that's very true for property companies. You know, we need investment, we need trades, we need deals from wherever we source them. And all those other people and companies need to know who we are. You know, they need to know who we stand for, our values. Because after all, no one has to work with us or lend us money. And our reputation and the vibes as to who and what we are is what they need to have in order to feel confident to work with us. And we need them. And even if you're a brand or you're known by your name and you've only just got going and perhaps you're still whispering in the property world, you've still got to know all of that stuff because people want to have confidence in you and your company. And, you know, if you decide all this small stuff, long that's going to make a difference to you long term now it will make you seem much more confident because you will be able to project the fact that you are a company even if you've not really done anything now you know who you are you know what you're going to do you know how you're going to do it and confidence is really catching and what's more you can't deliver your plan unless you've got a business that can work and thrive so you've got to be able to hit the ground running interacting with other people and other companies now you may now be shouting at me, this is so overblown, it's so unnecessary. Um, you know lots of people, lots of property people who've never heard the word strategy. Don't do it. Don't need to do it. Really? You know their business inside out, do you? Um, why should they tell you, even if they did have a strategy? It's for them to know and to deliver. Now, what I do know is that over the years, I've worked with some very successful, nah, let's be um oddest, uber successful people in property, and they've all got a strategy plan. They may share the business plan in a loose, vague way with an inner circle. And businesses don't bear their souls to someone outside their business borders, etc. You know, that's industrial espionage and could be at best thought naive. No, these people may talk about their business plan in a loose way to someone, but they're not going to say, this is how I'm going to do it and where I'm going because that's not how business works. Even if they're really super people and you think you know them really well. No, that's between them. Their strategy is between them and their advisors. And for some reason, because of this apparent thought that strategy doesn't really happen to so many people in property, the word lucky gets banded about rather a lot, you know, as in, and, it, you know, well, you know, he's done terribly well, but he was very lucky. He was very lucky. Got into the property at the right time and, you know, it all went well. Lucky. The first project might have been a stroke of luck, you know, beginners or otherwise. But no, I mean, I put my hand up now. I always say that the first property I bought was beginner's luck. I walked into that estate agent and said, hello, I come to buy an investment property. Massively naive, but I did. I was lucky, but... Lucky people who work out that this is the right way for them, sit down and then map out the strategy because you can't guarantee that you'll get everywhere you want to do just on luck. Its strategy has enabled them to put their head down and then get going. They've created a massive blueprint for success, which they can then deliver by being able to focus. And focus, as we know, stands for fixed, ongoing concentration, unlimited success, because what you focus on really does happen. The word luck didn't feature in that sentence, did it really? But with your strategy in place, you can then write the plan. That's what most of us are very familiar with, the concept of the plan, you know, the business plan. That lays out how the business is run from day to day within a set period, normally a year. And now here's the thing. 
To deliver your strategy to where you want to be, you're going to have to write a number of plans, making out one year plan. Although we all talk sort of very glibly about a business plan, it's actually a collection of plans. You've got to have one for the marketing, one for inward financial investment, one for operations, one for sourcing, etc. and so on. But they all add up to the big business plan. And that's because we've got to make sure that we're actually making all the bits of our business work at their full capacity. You can't just put it all on one piece of A4. Before you sort of gulp and think, well, this is all much worse than I thought. You know, I came into property to do something simple and be really profitable, not to do all this hideous brain work. Well, you'll be very pleased to know that it's easier than you think. And you're not writing war and peace. A lot of this is, is bullet points. So why do we need both? Well, you can have a plan without a strategy. Most people I work with at the beginning do. But you'll end up going round in circles and never getting to where you actually want to be. Because sometimes that can be quite painful. It's easy just to go round and round and do the same as you did last year's plan. Just throw a few more sort of noughts or whatever onto the whole thing. But a strategy without a plan, well, that's a story that never happens. Your business plan is what you're going to be doing in a set time frame to get you to the end destination. It's an act of laying out projects with timelines, deliverables, budgets, responsibilities, and you've got to write a new one every year. But actually, you've got to review it every 12 weeks to see if you're on track. Because if you're focused, then everything that you do in your business plan is going to go back to your strategic plan and get you that little bit nearer to where you want to be. If you're being strategic, it allows you to make decisions really easily. Um, you can cut the noise out. So no, you don't need to go to this meeting or that meeting every week. You know your customer. You know where they are. You know where you're going to spend your time. You don't have to go and believe everybody else and go to a meeting that never does anything for you. Not if you're being strategic and you can feel confident that you're doing the right thing. Because time, time is your most valuable asset. You know, we all think money is, but actually it's time, isn't it? Ensuring that every task is strategic and is right for you will stop you losing your time. You know, property procrastination is a very real thing. And it fills up an awful lot of time for people who are doing the plan, but not doing their strategic plan. Because property procrastination is very, very pleasurable. It really is. It's possibly why most of us like being in property. It's all about action. You know, it makes us feel busy and we're doing property. For example, I'm not a great one for routine garden work. Uh, it bores me rigid. I call it outside dusting, frankly. You know, it's a repetitive set of tasks, keeping those weeds down, keeping everything looking tickety-boo, that takes time. And I have to do it again and again and again, because if I stop doing it, it will just look as if I've never done it. Yet there are many things in property that can be seen as property dusting, frankly. They take up your time. You can see it's been done. It makes you feel great, but it doesn't actually get you any further to where you want to be. Now, I work with lots of people on their strategy and their plans one-to-one. -one. Absolutely nobody is the same. We're all working in the same marketplace. We're all property. But because we've got so many different variables, it makes a difference. Now, of course, many people that I work with have hit the ground running when they get into property. You know, they didn't mean to make uh, to go into it in quite the way they have because they bought the first property, they refurbished it, they refinanced or sold it, and they've gone on to the next. But to really succeed if they've got the bug, 
they've worked out that they need a higher plan than just lurching from one year to the next, hoping that this year things will change and that things will happen. Hope. Again, not a great thing for property. Now, if you were to keep all your plans and then look back at them 20 years later, you'll be able to see that they will have created year on year small building blocks that are slightly different, but are going to where you want to be. You can be able to see that your dream is, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70% delivered. That's really, really good. Now, some property people don't do strategy or plans because they came into property to be free. I, I so get that concept, you know, being your own boss, not having to do things. You can make your own decisions, you know, free to do what you want, when you want. But that's actually easy to fall into the working on a hamster wheel idea, isn't it? More and more and more to do. Now, if you had a strategy in place, you would know when you had to drop something. You know, perhaps you flipped your way to being able to self-fund. Now you know you can stop flipping and you're going to just go on asset buying. You know what you've got to double down to for a few years. And the long-term strategy goal and the short-term plans to deliver this create your freedom because you can relax. You've got a strategy in place. You're working smarter, not harder. If this doesn't come naturally to you, honestly, I don't think it really does to anyone unless you are one of the few people, I should think Lord Sugar is one of them, then come on a strategy day and at the very least, have a discovery call to see how you can get your strategy ducks in a row. Because why would you not want to do something that will shortcut your road to success? It really will. Uh, now, I'm not a mind reader. I'm not. I can't unpick why you don't want to shortcut your way to success, but I can help you plan and write a strategy and a proper plan that will deliver it. Now, my details are in the show notes or go to my website and book a discovery call with me. And that's Rachel, spelled A-E-L, at racheltraffin.com and start thinking about how we can get your strategy really, really crystal clear. Because remember, having a plan to work with to year on year is essential, but developing the strategy should always come first. Number one rule, don't try and fit a strategy around existing plans. If you think you can just take what you're doing now and just wibble it about a bit, and then you'll get to a destination that's actually not on the plan, you won't get there. So, you know, regardless of what you're up to now, you've got to start from scratch mentally and go, where am I going? What am I going to do? How do I do it? And actually, hopefully, <laughs> what you are doing at the moment will get you there, but probably boosted up a lot. And then you've got to create the appropriate plans around the strategy because strategy drives the plan to the goal, doesn't it? So you'll then have realistic year plans that are then cut down into quarter plans and then your weeks and your days. Everything you do will then be strategic because you know what you're doing and why you're doing it. Now, our property businesses are just that, a business. And businesses all need a CEO with a long-term strategy and a short-term plan to deliver it. That's how it all works. Now, if you don't believe me, have a look around at all the people you know. You know, all those who've built very successful property businesses. And if you want that to be you, then think strategy. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist.